0: The pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DiPietro Show. Good afternoon, everyone, on this uh, sunny Wednesday. <coughs> today is April 14th. In my eyes, it should be a national holiday, the birthday of uh, Daniel DiPietro. Happy birthday to, our, uh, to my uh, son, my oldest, the D-man himself. Uh, life changed. Many years ago on this Well, 24 years ago on this day. Well, folks, good afternoon. It is Wednesday. It is April 14th. This is the John DiPietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, which is DiPietro.com. I want to say good afternoon. Everyone uh, tuning in. We have a live stream going on Facebook Live that people love. Behind me is the Den of Thieves. Behind me is the Rhode Island State House, where protesters will um, gather this evening. And then we're going to talk about that in a moment. But I want to remind you right now at 1207 on this Wednesday, April 14th. Let me ask you a question. Not to get, Juan's not trying to get too personal. But were you in an accident? Maybe you, a family member, maybe a coworker, friend. If, in fact, you were in, follow me now, auto accident, were you in a motorcycle accident? What about was there some element of a slip and fall? (coughs) Excuse me, not a COVID cough or workplace injury, right? Or maybe domestic abuse or dog bite. Hey, listen, fight back, call Jack. Let me be very clear about something. Jack Calvino, over 50 years personal experience, his firm, Personal Injury Law, over 100 years combined. And I want to be crystal clear about this. You are entitled There's an amount of settlement that you are entitled to for your suffering. If you were in an auto accident or slip and fall or workplace injury or motorcycle accident, the insurance companies will bully you and not give you what you you need a fighter. What you need to do is fight back and call Jack at 401-785-9400. If someone could type that into the comments on Facebook Live, 785-9400. Fight back. Call Jack or online at fightbackcalljack.com. Listen to me very carefully. All we're saying is that you should receive what you are entitled to. Now, many times they won't do that unless you have the right fighter on your behalf. And that fighter is Jack. 401-785-9400. 401-785-9400. Jack Calvino, auto accident, motorcycle accident, slip and fall, workplace, domestic abuse, dog bite, Fight Back, Call Jack, free consultation, 785-9400, or the website is fightbackcalljack.com. Well, folks, good afternoon. Right now, it's uh, 1209. Now, I have on the website, which is depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, and our website is uh, sponsored by Gilmore Furniture. Nice sunny day. Maybe you're thinking, you know, I wouldn't mind having a nice recliner, new sofa, new mattress, so I can relax and listen to the chosen one on my uh, platform of choice. Well, you hop in the car, you go to 1590 Post Road in Warwick, right off of Route 37, mind you. One mile north of TF Green Airport. Gilmore Furniture Pull right up to the front door. I spoke to a friend of mine. He went to one of those big box stores. It took them 10 minutes to get from the car inside. Gilmore Furniture, park right in, go in, boom, there it is. There's the showroom. Beautiful and American-made furniture, for crying out loud. Beautiful armchairs, recliners. Lazy boy, lazy recliner. How about a nice new mattress? How'd you sleep last night? Gilmore Furniture, everything on sale. Stop it in CC. You can call them at 737-0100. And remember, up to five years, interest Free financing, bad credit, no credit, no problem. They offer no credit financing. Gilmore furniture. They're open seven days a week, seven three seven zero one hundred, right across from where Ann and Hope used to be, Post Road in Warwick, one mile north of TF Green Airport. It's Gilmore furniture. Well, tonight, folks, we have some um we have some good guests that are gonna join us about the voting situation here in Rhode Island. That's coming up in just a little bit. But if you go to the website, depetro.com, D E P D R O.com, the official website of You Know Who, we have the story, uh, several stories actually. Tonight, now I want to be very clear. This is a rally tonight. This is a rally. It's not a protest. What's the difference? People saying are you going to be going to the prince it's really a rally. And I'll tell you the difference. Uh, As I would consider myself a protest rally expert. I would actually, as I think of it, more than anyone else. But the difference is, now they are gathering tonight at the state house. It is also a battle for Black Lives Matter. Because there are certain members of Black Lives Matter that are challenging our friend, Captain of Peace, Brother Gary. Trying to challenge him for the crown of who's the true leader of Black Lives Matter. But the difference is, (coughs) just so... (coughs) Excuse me, folks, my goodness is that annoying. The difference is, um, when there's a rally, as far as I know, they're planning on they're just going to stay at the Rhode Island State House, which is actually state property. So that's where the Rhode Island State Police get involved and the Capitol Police get involved. A protest is when then they march along the street. There's the difference. Now a rally usually you know they'll have speakers and they chant and this and that <clears throat> but Providence police they'll be present but on the streets but they'll take a back seat to the fact that once you're on the property of the state house the state house lawn uh and that becomes state police and capital police I know it <clears throat> seems like a fine line but th- there is a difference and then police will monitor you know I mean these are uh, this will be the first real test for Governor McKee. It is. They're going to test him. You know, here's the question. Is he going to allow them to vandalize the Rhode Island State House? Let's be very clear about something. Now, right now, it's 12 minutes past 12. Let's just be very clear about something. Last year, after the George Floyd death, and I'm going to touch on, by the way, the defense is having a very good day. They had a witness just a short time ago, Derek Chauvin trial, Minneapolis, saying uh, he died from possible carbon monoxide from the car and the fumes and his heart and drugs in his system. So who knows how that's going to go? <clears throat> but last year, state police, Capitol Police, they allowed protesters to smash all the windows at the back of the Rhode Island State. That's an absolute fact. It's a fact. It did. They allowed that. That happened on the Saturday and then the Monday night was the famous riot, of which downtown has still not recovered. However, now they have cameras, right? They could have arrested people. Governor Armando, state police, Capitol Police made the decision, <clears throat> almost like let them vent. They didn't call it an insurrection. They didn't call them domestic terrorists, which they are. They decided, no, we're going to let them vent. We'll just replace the windows, and they allowed protesters to smash all the windows on the back doors of the Rhode Island State House. They let that go. <clears throat> if that had been a Trump gathering, well, you know, get out the paddy wagon, folks. We're already seeing, you know, look at this, how many people they're going after with the whole Capitol thing, and then there's minor arrests with all these domestic terrorist insurrection protests that are now going on nightly. So this is going to be the first test of Governor McKee. Now, I think they will take a firm hand. I think they're not going to let this thing get out of control. That's what I think is going to happen. I believe Providence Police, State Police, as I've mentioned, Cranston Police, sometimes if they're needed. They're going to keep this whole crowd on a very short leash this time. And I just mean that as an example of the expression you'd say. Short leash. They're not going to, I don't think they are. If anything happens, it's, it's because, for instance, last year, keep in mind, it was Mayor Alorza that instructed the Providence Police to stand down and let them vent and let them break into Providence Place Mall. Don't do anything. And then he also didn't have a curfew. Governor Armando, to her credit, called out the National Guard and instituted a curfew. And then there was not a repeat of the riot, of which the next night there were people that wanted a second riot. That's number one. Number two, you've also seen, despite what some people have said, you have not seen huge groups of these ATVs on the streets. And the reason is, in the very beginning, just a little over a month ago, when they had a press conference, and they, they did, they confiscated 12 to 14 bikes And look at how, you know, last summer and into the fall, they would gather. They'd all gather the same place. You'd have 40, 50 of them go out. You don't have that right now. So I'm noticing that law enforcement is stepping up. But tonight, this is going to be on Governor McKee. It's less about Mayor Alorza. Now, if they leave the state house and then go somewhere, which is possible, where would be possible places if they want to break off and go somewhere? Where are the places they would go? Number one, the highway. Right. Number two, maybe the police station. But right now, there are no plans. I haven't heard of any plans on a march. So just so you know, it's more of a rally where you stay just in in one spot and they have different speeches. And there is a battle playing out right now uh, with Black Lives Matter, who the leadership should be. You can read about it. I'm the only one writing about it at DePetro.com. Uh, Brother Gary put out a statement last night. Brother Gary is saying, I don't want to have a riot. There are certain members that feel, you know, they want destruction. There are certain protesters. They want to shoot the the horses that the police ride on. We know they have no problem with killing animals. They did that last year. They killed that woman's dog. They killed dogs over by the, um, like an initiation, the Antifa members. By the Cranston Street Armory, that is the big hub, the west side of the city. In order to prove yourself, (laughs) real gangs, gang initiation is you have to kill someone or assault someone. Antifa, they settle for an animal. Uh, It's a problem. So now there's a battle going on right now where you have people like Brother Gary saying no. Brother Gary what I understand, he talks with the governor's people. He talks with the police. He had a relationship with Governor Mundo. He's like, no, we're going to go. We're going to have a rally, give speeches, protest. That's the end of it. You have the defund the police types. Many of them are arrested. Many of them are on drugs. Many of them show up. I've been there. They are whacked out on fentanyl. There's alcohol. They're smoking fentanyl. They are so blanked up when they're at these things. They are flying. I've talked to Some state police that have said the next day, the ones they arrest, some of the Antifa members, they're like, they don't remember anything they did or what happened. But there are certain members that want to up the level. There are certain members that want to up the game. And they feel the only thing that we have to do, you know, we need to smash more windows. And what is their chant? You know, I give Brother Gary credit. He's saying, no, we got to do this peacefully. But there are other members of Defund the Police, kind of rogue members. I know everyone says Black Lives Matter. It's, it's not everybody in that. I know it's kind of hard to understand. Because if you get 10 people together and they just start chanting Black Lives Matter, people think, oh, it's Black Lives Matter. <clears throat> but they're talking about, you know, their chant is every city, every town in Rhode Island, burn it down. Every city, every town in Rhode Island, burn it down. Every city, every town in Rhode Island, burn it down. Every city, every town in Rhode Island, burn it down. I mean, you do have that that type, that brand. Um. So this is a battle. But tonight is McKee's first test. Now, again, it's a rally. They're just supposed to be gathering there. I don't know if it's going to have a huge turnout because it wasn't. You still have the pandemic. You still have, um, well, it's a little chilly. Last night it was snowing in Minneapolis. Big difference between 80 degrees, everything's closed, and then, you know, the weather that we have right now. Now, so we're going to keep an eye on that. There's a very interesting story, by the way. Um, let me just respond. Great. Very um. Interesting story going on right now down in South Kingstown that we're gonna. I'll probably touch on next hour a little bit. In just a moment, we're going to be joined by President Jay Christian Adams, Public Interest Legal Foundation, about Rhode Island voting and what's wrong with our voting laws. But folks, on this sunny Wednesday, I want to remind you about our friends at PR Landscape Materials in Garden Center, thirty six eighty eight Quaker Lane, North Kingstown. They are officially open for the season, and it looks fantastic. Stop it and see them. They're on Facebook. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown, right off of Route 4. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Beautiful pansy bags, hangers, and bowls. They have great hyacinthias, hydrangeas, also screen loom, black, brown, hemlock mulch. Listen, shop local. This is a local business. It's Rhode Island's number one garden center, plus they are supporters of the Chosen One. Stop in and see them. You can call Debbie and Stephen Jr. at Byron, 295-4399. They're open every day, seven days a week. It's PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. So, folks, we will have more on uh, this evening. Now, I I am not hearing again. You know, as you know, I have different sources, uh, different people that monitor some of these groups, I, I am not hearing that this is a big antifa turnout for tonight. They like to march to the police station and fight the police. They're the ones antifa they have the umbrellas they have the clubs uh, they have the lasers that can you know that can light a match from uh, twenty feet away they uh They throw bottles and rocks they carry knives they carry box cutters uh, I am not hearing. That it's a lot of that crowd. We'll see. I don't know. I'm hearing it's going to be more of people that want to show support for uh, what's going on in Minneapolis and Black Lives Matter. I do write about it, though, at the website, dePetro.com. And don't forget, folks, dePetro.com, which is brought to you by uh, Jay Freitas Construction. Maybe right now on this Wednesday, have you been saying, you know what? I need a handyman or I need some deck staining or some light painting done? Well, you can call them 837-4545. There's a direct link at the website to Petro.com. You know, a handyman, I know it sounds cliche, but it does come in handy. Maybe you have that no good, lazy, gold-bricking son-in-law that always keeps saying he's going to come over and fix something. Or you could contact Jamie at 837-4545. You know, a lot of people let things go around their house during the pandemic. Let's get them fixed. A handyman. Always good to have a handyman. Maybe light painting, interior painting. Contact them. 837-4545. And what a difference it's going to make to get your deck stained. J Freitas Construction. But there's a direct link. I don't expect everyone to remember a lot of these phone numbers. It's not easy. As you're driving, you're trying to write it down. Remember it. 837-4545. But, au contraire. But if you go to the website, to Petro.com, there's a direct link. And boom, and then it brings you right there. So uh, what we're covering now, the reason I mention the um, the Derek Chauvin case out in Minneapolis, folks, one of the reasons this is significant, <clears throat> who would ever think that Minneapolis is suddenly the center of all this social, racial unrest? It just seems so odd. Um, but anyhow, it is. And that that mayor, by the way, this uh, Brooklyn Center, it, its a population of thirty thousand, it's a it's a small suburb. Population of thirty thousand. Pawtucket has a population of I think Pawtucket seventy thousand. So it's it's a small suburb. That mayor's way in over his head. The police chief resigned. How about last night? The protesters were outside the home of that female officer. Where's the defense, by the way, for? Uh, you know, whatever whatever happened to believe women? This uh, the the female officer who had the the taser and and said, "I'll tase you, I'll tase you." And you know, it looked it, it certainly sounds like it was just a tragic accident, but he was resisting arrest and he was a dangerous individual and he had been arrested and it was for a uh, you know armed robbery was the the crime. The parent is, oh, he's a beautiful, innocent little kid. Look at this picture. He's got his young son there. And, uh, oh, yeah, they stopped him for the air freshener. And the meaning just goes along with this. So, you know, you pull it up. Not only has he wanted an outstanding warrant, but it was for having a pistol, having a gun. It was very conceivable that maybe he had a weapon in his car. I, I just, it really infuriates me what's, what's happening with this whole thing. But CNN and, the, and Good Morning America going along with these parents saying, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. No, was it wasn't an accident? She said it was an accident. I don't think it was an accident. And CNN and Good Morning America and the media, they, they run it. And they don't even stop it. Um, the parents were, were on Dante Wright. You know, getting this, of course, years. Robin Roberts, who's the worst. I can't accept that. And Mrs. Wright, we know that the mayor has called this officer to be. Do you accept that explanation, Mr. Wright? Listen to this.
1: I cannot accept that. I lost my son.
0: He was resisting He's never arrest. He's back.
1: I can't accept that. It was an uh, accident. A, a mistake. That's not. That doesn't even sound right. It was you know, an accident. This has been on the force for 26 plus 26 years. She got
0: rattled and made a mistake. I can't accept well, that. Well, you're gonna have to accept it. That's what happened. And Mrs. Wright, we know that the mayor has called for this officer to be to be fired, to be relieved of her duties. What would you like to see happen, ma'am? Oh, what kind of questions are these? I would like to see justice served and her held accountable for she will be. she's taken from us. You know, listen, people get killed by drunk drivers, okay? And when there's a drunk driver, many times it depends, but the person, there's a difference between someone has a gun and says, I'm going to kill you. Sometimes they say it or it's planned. This certainly seems like it was an accident. Now, I, I will keep an open mind. The city the uh, city planner, or city manager, I should say, was, was fired for saying, well, there has to be due process. Uh, there needs to be due process. Folks, um, hold on. Joining us right now, he is President Jay Christian Adams of the Public Interest Legal Foundation. Good afternoon, Jay. Um, J. Christian Adams. Good afternoon, President Adams. <laughs> that's that's uh, two President Adamses. How are you doing? Very well. Mr. President, it's uh, the John DePetro Show, and certainly we appreciate your time. But I'm very interested, as are the listeners to hear. Uh, I want to thank you for taking part testimony regarding Rhode Island and voting and some of this legislation that they're trying to make law. And with your expertise, if you could kind of, you know, tell us a little bit about your testimony and how you view this.
1: Right, now there's a bill in the Rhode Island legislature by Representative Morgan that would would validate who's actually registering to vote, basic identification issues. And what's interesting about this is Rhode Island really drops the ball when it comes to collecting the information they ought to have about people On the voter rolls we have looked at rhode island voter rolls they are the worst state in the country for collection of personal information in other words your date of birth your uh your your address last four digits of your social or, or your driver's license these are all things essentially mandated by federal law and rhode island is the worst in the country and it makes a difference when you're trying to keep good voter rolls and to not have this information
0: I am um, I'm so glad to hear you say that because I have been like a barking dog about this. Um, I don't know if you know the history, but back in the summer of 2017, when then President Trump authorized and it was actually at the time led by Steve Bannon to start to go into different states and look at some of this stuff without any notice, warning or hearing. Our secretary of state went in and removed birth dates. From the voter rolls claiming that it was for to pr- protect against identity theft but uh, as I as we saw this past fall, Mr. president, the uh, other states have all the information right there on their voting rolls.
1: well I'm shocked to learn that that there was actually removed we had just assumed it wasn't collected in the first place no and, and the reason and, and by the way this is a requirement under federal law that you have to have, you have to have personal identifying information because here's why it's important. You can't tell if somebody's registered multiple times unless you have their birth date. That's right. Because that is the tool to tell you if it's the same person or not. Yep, that's right. So not having that information makes it harder for Rhode Island to keep clean voter rolls.
0: Now, I'm not sure how much you get into. Also, our voter rolls at last count We're close to 300,000 over what should be registered voters. What is your thoughts and take on that?
1: Well, part of the problem is the National Voter Registration Act. And the National Voter Registration Act is a throttle on cleaning voter rolls up. In other words, there are limits on what you can do uh, with the voter rolls. So I think what you're talking about, and I'd have to look at the exact numbers, i generally refer to it as a lag in other words nvra national voter registration act motor voter throttles your ability to clean the rolls and eventually they start to fill up with deadwood because of this slow process of cleaning the rolls now that doesn't mean that rhode island's out of the woods okay because there's things that you could be doing to get around that lag get around that limit on your ability to clean the rolls you can be you can be taking a closer, more aggressive look at things, and I'm not sure whether Rhode Island is, is doing all they could be doing.
0: Folks, we're speaking with uh, Public Interest Legal Foundation President Jay Christian Adams. Now, Mr. President, if you'd be so kind to illustrate for us who example of one state who they have very efficient voter rolls compared to the way Rhode Island keeps theirs.
1: Well, I'll tell you, a state that does is Florida, because Florida has got uh, a, a group, a bunch of tools that they're allowed to use uh, to keep the rolls clean that a lot of states have not ever adopted. Uh, tools like jury excusal lists. Right, if somebody gets called for jury duty, very often it's off the voter rolls, and if you, uh, you know, if somebody gets out of a jury duty, everyone loves to get out of jury duty, right? And sometimes we'll say, hey, this person's dead, or, hey, I'm not a U.S. citizen, or, hey, I moved away. Well, these are all great tools to help maintain the cleanliness of the voter rolls that Rhode Island is not necessarily using effectively, if at all. And so uh, that's, that's one tool, for example, that Florida uses to keep the rolls clean.
0: Folks, again, uh, good afternoon. It's John petro AM 1380, 99.9 FM. We're speaking with the president of the Public Interest Legal Foundation, President J. Christian Adams. Mr. President, let me ask you this. If, if, we, if Rhode Island wanted to clean up the voter rolls, what are uh, some steps that need to be taken? By the way, I'm also very intrigued and fascinated that you're saying, based on what you've seen so far, uh, it's the worst in the country. I'm not surprised at that. Uh, Another problem that that the state has, and again, this is recently instituted the past few years, is that no one is turned away who wants to register to vote. They don't turn anyone away. So because our state is so close to Massachusetts, you have a number of people who live in Mass, but they they work in Rhode Island. They go to register. They use their place of business where they work as their home address. No one is turned away from registering to vote
1: well uh a couple issues there first of all um there's actually two issues rhode island has their own laws as to who can register to vote or not but so does the federal government and and again it's motor voter once again rears its head and motor voter basically says if they give you this form and it's filled out correctly you can't turn them away that's what federal law does it creates a presumption of registration and if they turn in this federal form they have to be registered. Now, the question is whether the federal forms tell the truth, right? Now, the the other thing you mentioned, you can't do good list maintenance. You can't keep your rolls clean if you don't have this personal identifying information like dates of birth and other, other, other information that helps you determine who is whom. And Rhode Island, for some reason, has just decided to drop the ball on this and to the detriment of Rhode Island elections.
0: Well, I, I mean, as someone that has been on the air and has followed it, what happened was this was really, they were looking for ways to get around voter ID. But it was the summer of 2017 when uh, Bannon instituted and they were going to do a deep dive. And that summer, without any notice hearing, never mind our state house, like a lot of state houses, as a ghost town, July and August, the Secretary of State went in. Uh, first, she started to say there were people who were disenfranchised, that exist in society who don't have an ID. But then it became about voter ID. So I'm glad that you say that, um, Mr. Pre- President Adams, because I have told people one of the problems you run into is if I were to tell you that there were 20 people on the voter rolls in Rhode Island named J. Christian Adams and there's 20 people. And they were all born in 1960. Someone might say, all right, well, you know, there's a lot of people that were born in 1960 with that name. However, what if I told you they were all born on the 4th of July in 1960? So that would mean that in 1960, on the 4th of July, 20 mothers went to the Rhode Island Hospital and delivered a boy, and they all named him Christian Adams. The the odds are impossible. But certain names, you know, um, and again, I'll just say, you know, the typical ones like, you know, Jim Jones or Joe Smith or Hector Gomez. There's 400 people by the name of Hector Gomez that were all born in 1970. And how do you how can you tell that it's not the same person who's just registered multiple times?
1: Right. And when President Trump appointed me to the presidential advisory commission on election integrity in 2017. And we wanted to get the voter rolls from Rhode Island to compare them against other States. Right. That may be what you're talking about on that commission. Okay. And, and that, that, that triggered all of these Democrat secretaries of state around the country. They lost their marbles, right? Yes. They, they, they had a, they had a panic attack and, they shut down the commission before we could get the work done. Well, my organization, the Public Interest Legal Foundation, we did what the commission was going to do. That's how I can tell you that in Rhode Island, for example, there's 115 voters voting from commercial addresses, businesses. That's why I can tell you uh, that in Rhode Island, uh, you have got these particular problems. Because we decided to look at it anyhow, and it's just not been fixed. It's gotten worse since
0: 2017. We had a local representative, Ken Block. He was the one digging into it. He was the one. Did you have this conference that you were part of? Was it? Was there a meeting in New Hampshire, if I remember this correctly? Yeah, where, yes. it, wasn't a,
1: it, w- it wasn't just a conference. It was okay. a commission. It was commission. actually presidentially appointed commission. and okay. I was one of the commissioners, and we had a meeting in New Hampshire. I, I'll never forget. The airline lost my luggage on the way to, to Boston, yep. so I was... I was up there in jeans <laughs> and, a, and a polo shirt well, for the commission meeting.
0: As that, and, uh, We're one yeah, of the states. Was, we're one of the states where just before that was to take place, our secretary of state, who, by the way, is a Democrat and who's running for governor next year, she removed the birthdays from the voter rolls. And the reason I know how much it's bloated, President Adams, is the last census, which was 2016, our state newspaper, the Providence Journal, according to the census, there were 400 and uh, I think four four hundred 450,000 uh, people registered to vote in the state with the census. On the voter rolls, there were over 700,000 people registered to vote. Now, it's grown to over 800,000 around the voter rolls, which is, is virtually impossible. This would be as if every adult in the entire state were registered to vote. And you know that that it never works out that way.
1: No, it doesn't, because uh, there's plenty of people who simply have decided to not participate, and they have that right in the United States to not get involved in politics. And uh, and there's no question about it, because when you have close to 100% or more, something's wrong. Now, it could be that lag that I talked about. It it could be the lag that the NVRA builds in. But it could also be the fact that the Secretary of State is evidenced by the Secretary of State's decision to hide information which is always a clue something's off. Yep. Their decision to hide information that helps people clean the rolls is a good indication that perhaps, like we've seen in other states, it's cover your you-know-what.
0: Right. Now, the question is, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, FM. So we're speaking with the Public Interest Legal Foundation president, who's Jay Christian Adams. Mr. President, here's the big question. What can we do about it?
1: Well, that's a really good question. And... <laughs> Uh, one is to ask your secretary of state to stop hiding information. She's Two, not going to
0: do that. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, then,
1: then somebody's going to have to sue them. I mean, yeah. we choose, we're in litigation with five states, uh, right now, all around the country, including Maine, uh, they're hiding information and, uh, you just have to, you have to enforce federal law. Let's put it that way.
0: Hmm. So once again, just to reiterate uh, the way you look at this and regard this, and I consider you, as, as many people do, as an expert, I mean, you were commissioned by the President of the United States. Right now, Rhode Island is in violation of federal law.
1: Well, if they're not using dates of birth to remove duplicates, I think they've got a serious problem on their hands. If they're not collecting the federally mandated personal identifying information information, at registration, which is in the Help America Vote Act of 2002, they're violating federal law.
0: Hmm. Just two other quick questions, and we certainly appreciate the time. One is, uh, what is your thought on last uh, election season? All over the state, they sent out unsolicited mail ballot applications, and then all you had to do was mail, send it back, and X was re- was accepted. And-, and then ballots went out to those addresses. They did it again For a special election in March. Uh, What is your thought on these unsolicited mail ballots that go out? That's
1: about the dumbest thing you can do when you have dirty voter rolls. When you have dirty voter rolls like Rhode Island unquestionably does. Going to automatic vote by mail cranks error into the system. And raises questions about the legitimacy of the results. It's an incredibly bad
0: policy. Mm -hmm. The other thing the Secretary of State wants to do is build in a permanent mail ballot voter base uh, data. Which is, going forward, you never again have to appear at the polls. Going forward, you're always a mail ballot voter.
1: Yeah, every state that has tried that has been a disaster. Perhaps the Secretary of State is unaware of that. But it is is a disaster because people move, people die. The last thing you want to do is default to sending ballots out without request to addresses that might be obsolete, to humans on the other side of the grass. You don't want to be doing that. Uh, it's just a dumb, dumb policy. You have to wonder why on earth would they want to crank error into the system?
0: How was uh, what was the reception like? And I want to thank you for taking the time to testify uh, in front of the Rhode Island state government. What, what was the reaction or reception? Did you get?
1: Well, it's hard to tell because all the testimony now is on the phone. That's right. So, yeah. you know, it's sort of like you're just talking into a, a can and, and uh you don't even see humans on the other side. So I have no idea what the reception was like.
0: What, what is your thought on the Georgia situation? This is ridiculous, the way they're being penalized in this way. And I, I'll tell you, President Adams, I blame the president. President Biden coming out with the, this, is, this isn't this is Jim Crow, it's Jim Eagle and blah, 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 or Jim Crow and steroids. that That is very unfair. What, what they're trying to do is tighten up. With, that's a very loose system. Well, I've been
1: putting up with this nonsense since I was an attorney at the U.S. Justice Department in the voting section, and we were working on the Georgia voter ID law in 2005. This is almost, you know, coming up on 20 years now. The liars are well-funded. Make no mistake. They have millions of dollars to bully corporate America, uh, to bully uh, elected officials. Uh, to spin up lies about what election laws are doing in Georgia, and that's what they've done. I mean, they—they're very, very good propagandists. Uh, never mind the truth that it's super easy to vote in Georgia, easier probably than in New York. But who, who cares about that when you've got a, a myth to tell?
0: Before I let you go, what, what would it take? Or maybe this is an off your conversation, but for Public Interest Legal Foundation for for you know for you guys to consider. A lawsuit in Rhode Island. You said you have one going in five states. Is that something that at least should take a look at? Yeah, let's talk. Okay, I would really like to because if anything, um, I'm very struck by the fact that you know this is something we've been screaming about. This was instituted. It was that summer, summer of seventeen. Suddenly, they magically disappeared. All the birthdays. Now it's impossible to tell. And uh, and as you can imagine, by sheer coincidence, the voter rolls have exploded now by over 100,000 names. So we have 100,000 new people registered to vote. President Adams, uh, is there a website that people could learn more about the Public Interest Legal Foundation? Publicinterestlegal.org. All right. President Adams, thank you so much, and I will be in touch. Okay, take care. All right, folks, there it is. Well, that is, wow. Did you hear that? Holy cow! I'm going to make sure we will have that up and on the website and put out later, folks. I didn't know he was going to say that. We have another uh, legal expert that's coming up. Now, right now it is um, it's 12:44 on this Wednesday. Good afternoon. It's John DePietro. Worst in the country. Worst in the country. And I say we sue them. I say we sue Nelly. He was part of that commission. Notice I remembered the New Hampshire meeting they were having. We're going to speak coming up next hour with Ken Cuccinelli, who is also Deputy Secretary of Homeland Security. He is also a U.S. uh, citizen immigration service. He was the Attorney General of Virginia. Ken Cuccinelli, he was the Deputy Secretary of Homeland Security 2019-2021. He is another one that I want to thank Representative Patricia Morgan that we're reaching out to. Because it's just as I've told you, folks, Rhode Island has the worst, considered the worst voting rolls in the entire country. 50 states, dead last. It's not by accident. That's Gorbia. We're going to go after her. I say we soar. Hey, I want to remind you on this uh, sunny Wednesday, J. Perry Paving residential commercial seal coating patios why not invest in your home jerry j perry paving they're on facebook and also their website is jperrypaving.com always provide high quality fair pricing exceptional service over 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving residential paving seal coating patios and general masonry projects they offer free estimates J. Perry Paving. Call them today at 732-1730. If you have a cracked driveway, let's fix it. Remember the benefits of asphalt paving. J. Perry Paving, licensed and insured contracting company. Uh, Whether it's brand new paving project or a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed. J. Perry Paving, affordable, smooth, and safe to drive on. Aesthetically appealing. Call for a free quote. Let me just show Look how beautiful this is. I'm going to hold this up to everybody on uh, that's on Facebook that's watching our live stream. And you can see what a beautiful job they do. J. Perry Paving. That could be your driveway. It makes a, a huge difference. Learn about the benefits of asphalt. J. Perry Paving. 732-1730. 732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. Boy, that was some kind of phone call, wasn't it? And we have another one coming up. So why isn't the rest of the media going on this? J. Christian Adams, president, Public Interest Legal Foundation, formerly Trump Election Commission. How is Rhode Island? Worst voter rolls in the country. Worst in the country. And this also backs up what I have been telling you, which is Secretary of State Nellie Gorbia, She's planning, she's going to run for governor. She's going to run for governor because she has what she considers to be the winning voter list. And then she hires people to go out and collect these ballots. Do these people really exist? We don't know. They don't care. What I mean by this, and let me be very clear about this, what she does, think of this. Governor McKee asked her to be lieutenant governor. She said, no, no, no I'm going to go for governor. Because she feels it's like it's like if you feel you have the answers to the test, That's what she feels she has. And I want everyone to understand this. And I know it's I know number one of the tacos, or at least when I say that, I mean, like the lazy ones down the dial. They don't talk about it. People just take it's like an honor system. Oh, Nellie says she cleaned up the voter roll. She didn't do anything. Why do we have to take her word for it? She has something to gain through this. She wants to be the governor. She feels she can be the governor. But let me be very clear about this. She has people. They do. It's called ballot harvesting. You collect mail ballots, right? And they give out IDs. And they pay the people by the vote. So just hear me out. It's $20 a vote. So let's just say I work for Nellie Gorbia. And she's going to run for governor. So I go out and I'm walking all over Cranston Street and Oneyville. And I find someone, and I, by the way, I'm also bilingual. Hola! And I greet the person. Oh, are you here Yeah. Where do you live? I live over at 904 Manhattan Avenue. Oh, okay. I'll tell you what. I'll give you a free ID. Goes to the apartment. Oh, you have five family members. We're just in from, you know, Mexico, Guatemala, Colombia, wherever, Nicaragua. So I, I fill out the, all the information for you. I give you the ID. I now keep you on file. Now, what if you leave and go back to Guatemala? I don't care. What if you are from the Dominican, go back there? I don't care. What if you move back to New York? I don't care. Why? Because I have a file of five people, just as an example, five people that live at 904 Manton Avenue. So I hold on to this. So now it's election time. So what do I do? I take out five ballots, X, and I have all their names, La, 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 Hector, Jose, you know, Shirley, whoever. Five names. I put the X for the signature. I show the Nelly. She says, oh, one, two, three. There's five ballots. Boom. Here's 100 in cash. It's as simple as that. Five ballots equals $100. Where are those people? Do I care? All I know is I now have a file. And it, folks, it's not five people. Now I build it. Now I have five thousand names. I don't even need those people. Five thousand names. Maybe it's ten thousand names. I go to you. You're thinking of hiring me. I'll say. I'll tell you what. I can deliver you twenty thousand votes. 20,000 votes because 20, I have a file of all the names. All these names of people. Are they real? Are they alive? Are they living here? Does it matter? So 20,000 times 20, you say you're hired. So you're going to pay me $400,000, but I'm going to give you 20,000 votes. Folks, this is what's happening. This is at what we have to get away from. We need birth dates, and we can't have uh, this whole situation with the ballot harvesting. So what, what no one talks about at the Rhode Island State House, other than Representative Patricia Morgan, is Gorbia is running for governor. Now, that's one guy who might have, and I'm that, that has 20,000 names. She, she, she feels in a Democrat primary, I have 20,000 mail ballots that I'm going to deliver. And then you just have to boom, boom, boom. That's another reason they want it all digital. So you don't have to, like, fill out all this paperwork and everything else. Counting it. Think, think, she even took away. You don't even need to have it notarized. Now, where do I have to drop it off? Why do you think they're putting up all these drop boxes? Boom. Just go. Drop off 500 at a time. Fum, fum, fum. And now you know. 20,000, 30,000, 40,000, 50,000. You're going to have someone who's going to win 100,000 mail ballots. Do any of these people really exist? Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Call Ryan's Appliance Repair today, 401-710-7096. Now, let me ask you a question on this Wednesday. And folks, at 1252, good afternoon. Remember, we're going till 2 o'clock. Ken Cuccinella uh, joins me coming up at 1, former Homeland Security. Here's another one. Rhode Island is on the list where we have been designated Ken Cuccinelli, worst state for voting in in the country. And I don't mean for turnout. I mean for the way that it's structured. Fraudulent voting. We are considered the capital. We are in first place for fraudulent voting. He's going to join me next hour radio only. Remember, Ryan's Appliance Repair. Call them today, 401-710-7096. Let me ask you a question. Maybe your dryer or your washing machine or your dishwasher stove uh, microwave oven ice maker in your refrigerator maybe the garbage disposal if your appliance is dying just call ryan ryan's appliance repair 401-710-7096 saturday appointments are available all work is guaranteed for 90 days parts and labor and senior citizens discounts are available if your appliance is dying Just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Well, folks, good afternoon. Boy, if that's not an eye-opener, we are going to get that. I'll have that interview posted later on. Uh, Worst in the country. Worst in the country. One of the worst. No, the worst in the country, Rhode Island voter rolls. You know what, Juan? I feel vindicated. I have been telling you this. The rest of the media, they do all these puff interviews with Nellie Gobia, the secretary of state. And she always talks in the up speak. And that way we want to make it easier for people. And I figured blah, 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 blah. I, I can't. I, I just I'm not a fan. And every time she does an interview, she talks in upspeak. So what we thought was we don't want people disenfranchised. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's going to. But here's the thing. Under this system, don't laugh. She could be the governor, for crying out loud. I'm not joking around. We have to decide, and I want to thank Representative Patricia Morgan, folks. She's the leader. She's the one bringing these people to testify. We need to restore integrity. People are asking me, who do you think is going to? It's all about the ground game right now. Elections should not be... um, Elections should not be about ground game. Elections should be democracy. Elections should be you put your ideas forward. You know, there's several things at play here. Tucker Carlson talked about replacement voters. That's what's been going on in this state. That's what he does in the first district. Why do you think he's basically unbeatable as congressman? Because he replaces voters for every person that says, I can't take this anymore. I'm moving out of Providence. Those houses aren't empty, right? Those houses aren't empty in Providence. No, someone's moving in. Who moves in? We're going to move in people that will vote for me no matter what we do. We're going to bring in people that just want everything free. We're going to bring in people that are Illegals. It's a sanctuary city. We're gonna it's he Cicellini does replacement voters. He's been doing it for a long time. And the same thing with Alorza. Here's what you need to also understand is that this is dangerous because, you know, th- this, is, um, this is how they want to start to elect people in the state. It's not through campaigns, it's not through policies, it's not through ideas, it's all about. Ground game. It's all about going out and getting mail ballots. It's about delivering mail ballots. It's about registering all these people to vote. It's about walking around Cranston Street and Manton Avenue and parts of the West End and Oneyville and registering people and telling them, I'll tell you what, I'll give you a a Rhode Island ID If you now I have you in my database and the people move back to the Dominican and they don't care. They don't know who's using it, who's not using it. What do you care? You know, maybe they give them something free on the side. Oh, my goodness. Well, folks, again, we have another hour to go. Bernie Madoff, he has uh, the... Ultimate schemer, 37,000 victims. I like that, the ultimate schemer. No reflection on the schemers. How about Good Morning America is going ballistic over the former bachelor who came out as gay? Holy cow. Good Morning America, they're making like the biggest story about that. So what about all these women that were on television thinking that they actually had a shot with the guy and they had no interest in him? Like no one, No one talks about that. All right, we have a lot to talk about next hour. And especially Ken Cuccinelli is going to join me. Folks, again, we're going to tell you about uh, there is a a rally protest tonight. It's it's, as far as I know, it's not a march. They're not taking to the streets. Um, But what's make no mistake about what's what's going on right now is it's everything is becoming a PR battle. Right. Everything's becomes that no one talks about that. This this guy that was shot out in Minnesota on Sunday or that area, Brooklyn Center, That, number one, he was resisting arrest. Number two, he he did have a warrant out for his arrest. Uh, Did the police make the mistake? Yeah, they did actually make a mistake. Uh, They should have led him to the back of the car, as I said. As I told you, they should have had another officer to block him, trying to uh, elude police and jump back inside the car in that way. But no one talks about that. So uh, after she shot him, she didn't say, oh, good, I shot him. She was like, oh, God. She was saying, taser, taser, taser. You know, and now you have the parents and good morning, American CNN. I don't believe that no one makes that kind of mistake. There's, there's no accountability for the person who stopped, tries to evade police, tries to resist arrest. There's, there's no accountability for that. Everything falls. It certainly seems like the police officer made a mistake than what I saw. Folks, speaking of mistakes, if you someone makes a mistake, do you make a mistake, if you're ever in a car accident, pick up the phone and call. West Fountain Auto Body at 272-3340. Were you in an accident? Did some nitwit hit your vehicle? Call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence, the original, the best. You can depend on West Fountain Auto Body. Call them today, 272-3340, 272 3340 West Fountain Auto Body. They'll handle everything for you. They're going to work for you, not the insurance company. West Fountain Auto Body. All right, next hour is radio only, AM 1380, 99.9 FM, if you're getting in the car, or online at the website, which is depetro.com. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. Next hour, we're going to start off with another voting expert, and then more on the riots that are being threatened. Big test for Governor McKee tonight. Is he going to allow them to vandalize the Rhode Island Statehouse? Stay tuned. A lot more on the Power Hour is next after the 1 o'clock news on the John DePietro Show.